Hi and welcome to Healthy Life Hacks. I'm Jennifer Jeffries, the present day wise woman, a realistic naturopath coming to you from the surfing beaches of Australia. This podcast is for those who are wanting to really rock their lives and health and live from a place of prevention. Let's get into today's episode. I don't know what to do. Oh my gosh, have you ever said, I don't know what to do? And it's like, really? There's something going on. It's just like, I just don't know what to do. Well, I want to reveal another piece of me and one of my strategies. And that is for those of you watching this on the video on YouTube, I'm peeling off a note on my desk and it says, I do know. So, uh, you know, I, I keep things in front of my brain that I really want to trigger and keep as systems. And so for me, I know that every time I say, I don't know what to do, um, I actually do know. I'm just choosing not to do it. And you're thinking, nah, Jen, there really are some times where I don't know stuff. You know what? Really, if we trust our intuition and tap in and just with all the life and experience and everything we've got going on, we actually do know what to do. Uh, whether it's old sabotages that are beating us or just a procrastination that we're wanting to not be in pain to achieve whatever it is that we think we have to do or we choose to do, we stop ourselves and we just go, I don't know what to do. Where in reality, I promise, every time we say that, we do know what to do. So I have that note on my computer as a reminder that I always know what to do. So it just says, I do know. I do know. So in my brain, I've taught it to default. Thought comes in like, I don't know. My, my brain now has a trigger that it comes back and goes, I do know. Let's just have a look at that. So I wanted to talk about that today because in health particularly, this is a really big one because uh, so much of my work as a naturopath is that I'm, you know, I work with people's health, but people know what to do. People know if they want to be strong and fit and healthy and they need to move their body every day. They need to eat close to nature, drink the water, do all the things, go to bed early and on time. All those things that I've been talking about in these podcasts and yet we let life sabotage us or beat us. And we're emotional beings. I get it. We're emotional beings. And so what we do is it's really easy to let our humanness take us off track. And when we're off track, there's a perceived pain that uh, stops us from going, oh, I know what to do. Okay, well, Jen, you want to be able to paddle harder and, and be able to surf better. Well, really simple. You've got to get in the surf. You've got to do the, the stretches before you surf. You've got to do the exercises through the week to build that strength and the stamina to be able to do everything that surfing involves. And you've got to get out there and surf. Even like this morning, it was a freezing cold morning in the surf. We've had a cold snap come back here at the Gold Coast and it was bloody cold, like it really was. But I had so much fun out there. It was so crystal clear. I can't tell you how gorgeously clear the water was this morning. It was amazing. But it would have been really easy for me to go, oh, you know, not go. And the same thing happens, like I say, with our health and stuff. People just go, oh, I, I want to be able to sleep better, but I just don't know how to do any, you know, I don't know what to do. I keep doing crappy broken sleep or it might be, you know, within their relationship or it might be in their business goals or in just life and family and stuff. It doesn't matter what it is. We all have our potential to achieve all of our goals, but it's really easy to procrastinate and sabotage ourselves. There is such a big difference between knowing what to do and actually doing it. We know, we all know way more than we think we know. We really do. 
however, we go, oh, I just, I don't know what to do. So even if I think back recently, you know, what I've been doing the last few months, surfing is my main priority. You know, I look at different surfboards and I think, oh, maybe if I buy, I buy a big one or I buy a different shape one in this way, or if I buy this one, uh, I'll surf better. No, I have to actually just physically train, get build, build up my strength and, and cardio fitness to be able to paddle and do everything I've got to do and just get on the board, fall off, get on the board, fall off so that I get better at doing it all the time. And that's what will improve my surfing. I do know what to do. Do I want to do the stretching before I'm going out there in the surf? No, that's the honest truth. I don't. Every time I go out there, my mate that I surf with, Shane, he goes, Jen, you want to stretch? I go, nah, nah, I'm good. And I use the story, this is a true story. I use the story that I say, you know, you see a lion, they, before they're about to go and you know, kill a gazelle, hunt down a gazelle, they don't go, oh, one moment, gazelle, I'm just going to stretch a minute. They don't, they just get out there and go and chase it. And I say, and a lion doesn't stretch before he goes and, and chases down a gazelle. He says, yes, but a lion stretches every single day. Throughout their day, they're stretching. So their body is always ready, prepared to pounce. He says, Jen, you're not. You go, hmm, okay. So I know that stretching, for instance, as one thing would help my surfing so much. It really would. Uh, yeah, so I'll, we'll talk about that one. And then the other one is that I've been doing a lot lately is, well, my Aromatherapy Insight card. So I have launched my Aromatherapy Insight card course. Now, Karen L. Osborne and I, Karen is the artist of the card set. And she painted all the most amazing, beautiful paintings. And I wrote the book. So we've been working together for well, 20, nearly 21 years. And we've known for ages, years, in fact, people have bugged us and wanted us to create this course online because we can't physically pre-COVID, we couldn't, still couldn't travel easily to all of the countries where people wanted us to go and run the courses. And so we've been going, yep, we'll, we'll get a course online for you guys, done, done, done. However, we still weren't fitting it in. We weren't finding the time for us both to do. We totally knew what to do. We didn't know all the skills it would take at the time, but it turns out they're actually really easy to learn. So that's good. But the thing was, we knew what to do. We just weren't taking the action to make it happen, whether it was to learn the last bit of skills or things. And that's what we do. We know how to get to where of what it is, whatever that goal is, we know how to do it, but we don't take the action. So what I want to talk about that is that in life, there's only ever pain or pleasure. There's nothing in between. There's pain or there's pleasure. And what I see for most people, including myself, is that over the years, I've tried to uh, focus all my attention, and I'm big on focusing forward, but I've tried to focus my attention on achieving the pleasure as my motivator. What I've found is it's easy for me to still not take action when I'm doing it that way. So what I've worked out works really well for me. And look, try it on. If you find a value for you, fantastic. And if you don't, fantastic. Maybe you'll, you do it the other way. I've found for myself reaching for the pleasure all the time, striving for that pleasure as my motivating why doesn't always work. However, moving away from the pain does. And that's it. We've got to find what works for us. Are we the kind of person that striving, driving towards the pleasure is the motivator? Or is it to get, get away from the pain? Now, if you've been trying to, you know, just go for the, the end goal all the time and you're not achieving it, maybe you're the kind of person like me that you need instead to reframe it in your brain 
and move away from the pain. Now, when the pain is bad enough, we all will find that motivation. There's this great story about this dog on a veranda. So there's, there's this old bloke sitting on his veranda and he's got his dog with him and the dog's whimpering, kind of going, ooh, ooh, and keeps adjusting himself, can't get comfortable on the veranda. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And someone walks past and says, mate, what's wrong with your dog? You know, he's, uh, he's, he's whinging, he's whimpering. And the guy goes, oh, he's laying on a nail. And the, the guy walking past goes, well, can't he just get off the nail? He says, no, he's actually just not in enough pain yet. Guys, we do the same thing. We do. We will lay on that nail and we will whinge and bitch about it and readjust it and go around it, but we just don't get off the nail. Human beings are totally, we, there, there's a thing that's in us that we love to sit in struggling and pain. We do. We, it's a thing in us that, that's, that's kind of built into us. And it takes more effort to remove ourselves from the pain. We see the pleasure there. We know we just have to get our ass off that, but it takes energy. It takes action to get our ass off the nail and off towards the pleasure. And what happens is eventually one day, the pain just gets great enough that you go, I'm done. I'm just done. No more. I, I'm, I'm just, no more. I'm not doing it. And you get up off the nail and move towards the pleasure. The pleasure. But the thing is, you're getting off the nail. You're moving away from the pain point. So for me, I've found reframing that in my brain that, and even with the insight cards this year, because we can't fly during COVID, the pain got great enough and it impacted us in a big way because it stopped our ability to earn income through our business with the insight cards. So it financially impacted us. For me, not being able to travel this year and teach the emotional side of essential oils through the aromatherapy insight cards is like, there's been like a grieving because it's been a, a solid part of my life for 20 years and it was taken away with no warning, just like that. And so the pain, it was an emotional pain and frustration got bad enough that I went, Karen, we just, we're doing this. This is it. What dates have you got this week? We set the dates, we started the work and we cranked it out over a month or two. So the pain got bad enough that I wanted to get away from the pain, which took us towards the end goal, which was to be able to run our workshops online. For the last, oh, I swear, probably nearly 10 years, we've been saying to people, since there's been the technology around, we've been saying to people, absolutely, we are creating this course online. So here was the pleasure. The pleasure was that we would have it, be able to introduce it around the world online. That wasn't motivating us. The pain eventually got that bad. So what is it for you? Is it something that you've been procrastinating on? You've been self-sabotaging? Is it towards your health? Is it around you know, energy, your sleep or moods or weight or whatever it looks like that? Or is it with your business? Is it your, your relationships, your connectedness to people? Is it with your exercise? What is it? What is your thing? So have a think about it. And then what do you want to do? Have you been trying to focus on going to the pleasure? and you're not finding the motivation to keep taking the consistent action to achieve your goal? Or have you been focusing on the pain thing? Or do you just need to sit on that nail a little bit longer to get the pain bad enough? What is it? Just think about that for a moment. What is it? What's gonna make the pleasure big enough or the pain big enough for you to move your butt? 
like I said, for me, I noticed that it works for me to move away from the pain. So if I think about my health, now sleep is one that I bang on a lot about within this, you know, this podcast and everything, because for me, I learned the value of sleep when I burned out in my twenties, you know, working in the pharmacy industry, burn the candle at both ends, doing the whole saying to people, yeah, 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 you sleep when you're dead and having no respect for my sleep. And then I burned out, I burned out my adrenal glands and I really, really, really paid for the price with my health. And so from there, when I learned how important our sleep was to our day-to-day health and health in the future, I found my why. It was like, okay, my, the pie in the sky, I, I want to be sleeping, living from a place of prevention so that I'm always allowing my body to rest and recharge properly. So there it was like, Jen, you know, sleep, live long, all those kind of things. The pain for me is that, you know, if I don't be disciplined with my sleep five nights a week, not seven nights a week, but five nights a week, and if I don't be disciplined with my sleep, I am taking years and years off my life. That pain for me is the ultimate, not interested in it. And that's what motivates me to have the discipline to take the action that five or six nights a week, I'm in bed by 10 p.m., sound asleep, sleep through, wake up fresh, ready to rock my day. And I know that's helping me stay well, living from a place of prevention. The pain of dying early just for not bloody going to sleep properly at night is so great that I'm not interested in it. That motivates me. It helps me achieve my end goal, which is to you know, live a strong, healthy life. And I know that sleep is such an integral part of that. So for me, that's how I reframed that. And it was an instant. It was like, okay, cool. I don't want to take decades off my life by just not sleeping properly. I'm going to respect my sleeping. So for me, that's really worked well for me over the years. So when it comes to my sleep, I know that the bare ass minimum, my BAM, my bare ass minimum that I want to do every day is to be in bed by 10, 10 o'clock, five or six nights a week. It's a consistent daily action that brings me towards that pleasure of living strong, fit and healthy all the way through my life and having, having the ability to be able to live from a place of prevention with my life. So I, you know, I, I ask myself whenever I hear my brain default to, which is human to say, Oh, I just don't know what to do. My brain defaults nowadays. And I have the note on my computer and another scraggy ass piece of paper that has been there for a long time. It says, I do know. And I go, okay, cool. Yep. I do know. What is it? What is my bare ass minimum? What's that one thing I can do to take me towards achieving whatever it is. So whether it is about my health or relationships or exercise, surfing, whatever business goals, just reframing it. Don't let yourself go into overwhelm. When we're doing that, I don't know what to do. We go into overwhelm. When we're in overwhelm, we stop. We take no action. The way we get out of overwhelm is to take action. We do our bare ass minimum. We do our bam every day just to keep moving. Just keep moving. doesn't matter how small the step is. You want to just keep moving. And then what happens over time you hit a point of critical mass. And when you hit that point of critical mass, it's like, you're on the downhill slope. And it's like, it's so easy. I'm so close now to achieving, you know, whatever it is, that big pleasure goal. But we've got to do the BAM first, our bare ass minimum first, away from pain, which is still absolutely going towards the pleasure, 
but there's more motivation in removing ourselves from pain than there is in getting to the pleasure. Humans are bloody interesting. I tell you, we really are. You know, I think about myself at the Camino. So I, I walk the Camino, which is uh, the Camino de Santiago, which is a pilgrimage across Spain. I did it in 2014. And it's 800 Ks. So that's 500 miles from my American friends. 800 Ks, you start in the south of France, St. jean pied de port day one, up over the Pyrenees Mountains, down the other side, and then you're in Spain, and you're heading west, and you go all the way to the west coast of Spain. 800 Ks, easy. Day one, up over the Pyrenees Mountains, you get to the bottom, and you stay in the, the first albergues that night, which is the accommodation there. And the next morning, it's like there's almost a lineup because there's a sign that says like 792 kilometers to Santiago. And everyone stops to take a photo saying that you've still got nearly 800 kilometers still to walk. Now I did it in like 26 days, which was way too fast. If you're going to do the Camino, never do it that fast. That was a week faster than it should have been. That was a life lesson. And you can go back and listen to that podcast where I talked about my experience walking the Camino. But it was interesting. I remember so many milestones on that walk and different, different towns dealt with it different. You, you actually, you follow, for those of you who are looking on the, on the video version of this, you can see I have a, a yellow, um, it's a shell, a shell tattoo on my arm because on, in Spain, what you do is you follow these, the, either a yellow painted shell or a brass shell or something like that all the way across. It is a symbol of the Camino. And you're following it all the time. And, and some of the towns are really quite funny that they, you know, they sign it all differently. And I remember one town, they thought it was really cute that they, they were counting it down in one kilometer or two kilometer kind of signs as you headed out of town. And I forget the actual kilometers. I'd have to go back and look at photos. But this one town, it was like, you know, you've got 643 kilometers to go. And then the next sign you'd come to, you've got 642 kilometers to go. And then the next sign said 641 kilometers to go. And then the next sign, 640 kilometers to go. They did it for about 20 Ks. I found that so demoralizing. It was just like that mess with my head in the biggest way. Cause it was like, oh, the pain. It was shoving it in my face every kilometer. How, how you know, it was still so far to go. And then, I remember the day that I reached about the halfway point. I had done more than 400 kilometers and I thought, and then it would start saying like, oh, 386 kilometers to go on. And I'm thinking, that's so close. I'll be there in two weeks, three, like a week and a half, 386 kilometers. That's so close. It was amazing. The feeling that all of a sudden, because I'd reached that point of critical mass, I'd reached that halfway point, all of a sudden my brain went, woohoo! I was no longer going from the pain. I was now going to the pleasure, totally going to the pleasure. And this is a thing, we can't push towards the pleasure. If you push anything, you push for anything, people go, I'm pushing for my goals. Well, you can't. Energetically, if you're pushing, you push away. You don't wanna push away, guys. If you're pushing, you push away. You want to simply take the steps, step, 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 methodically towards any goal. Energetically, don't push. Stand certain that you'll achieve it. Take the action, all good. It has a totally different energy to pushing to achieve the goal. So for me, with the Camino, as much as it was so much fun to get that, that very first day photo or day two photo in the morning, 
you know, next to the sign that had so many kilometers to go, nearly 800 kilometers to go. It was such a trip to hit the halfway mark and realize, woohoo, downhill slope, it's all easy from here. And I still had a ton of walking to do, but my brain saw it differently. That's what I wanted to leave you with today. Stop trying to push your way to achieve your goals, whether it is, you know, health, relationships, business, whatever your goal is. Be certain, take the action consistently away from the pain, get off the nail, do your bare ass minimum off the nail and move towards your pleasure has a total different response in your body. So I'm leaving you with three healthy life hacks today. They are, the first one is identify what your pain is and your pleasure. So it's something that you've been wanting to achieve and you've been holding yourself back. Whether you, know, you, whether you wanna call it procrastinating or old sabotages or whatever, it actually doesn't matter. Identify what you're wanting to achieve. Is it about your health? Is it about having great sleep? Is it about having great moods? Is it about having great, great weight? Is it achieving a fitness goal? Me surfing five days a week, achieving a business goal or a relationship goal or an exercise goal, whatever that is, identify it. What's the pleasure? What's the pain? Healthy life hack number one is to identify it. Once you've identified it, you can reframe it. Healthy life hack number two is what is your BAM? What is your bare ass minimum that you can do daily to move you away from your pain point? That's number two. And healthy life hack number three is to just do the BAM, guys. Just do your bare ass minimum and start moving. You will hit that critical mass. You will achieve your goals and life can be easy. We don't have to struggle. We don't. It's an old conditioning. Just do your bare assed minimum every day. Never give up, never surrender, never give up, never surrender. Simply keep moving forward. If you would like to be able to get the show notes for today's show, easy. Head over to healthylifehacks.com.au and you can download them there. Easy as. And in the next show, guys, let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. We are going to talk about all things sex from a naturopath's perspective. If your libido's been dragging a little bit lately, we're going to talk about all that kind of stuff in the next show. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so that you always catch the next show. I want to thank you for being here today. If you enjoyed my podcast, please let me know by leaving a review where you're listening in from. Every month, I draw one lucky person who leaves a review to have a free one-hour consultation with me. If you would like to receive a free copy of my Feed Your Body ebook, simply click the link in the comments below and join my newsletter and we will get that free ebook sent to you. I welcome your emails and you can write to me at podcast at healthylifehacks.com.au. Until next time, remember when it comes to life, live it, love it, and get on with it.